Business man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, gratitude being a most empowering, empowering facility. So let's uh, not panic, but let's love. Let's thank the people at Feedspot, F-E-E-D-S-P-O-T for listing us in the top 50. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to get into the top 10. So if you're listening to this show and you can drop us a, an, a good review, that would surely help. Wow, what a, what, a, what a week this has been. Every week has been incredible. It goes by so fast. And I'm here in Southwest Florida, and I must admit I am somewhat affected by the red tide, and you'll hear that in my voice. I'll try to, to camouflage it as best we can. Okay, but let's uh, lead our life like it's a gift. You know, as we say, live in the present. Give yourself the present as your gift. So last week at the end of the show, I said, you know, let's talk about EMF. And I mentioned um, an excerpt from Peter Asmus' book called The Introduction to Energy in California. And it stated that, quote, remember when people who spoke of cigarettes causing cancer were derided as being alarmist nuts? Of course, if you remember that, you're at least 55, huh? Today, people who assert that there could be, let alone that there is a risk associated with cell phone use are viewed as a little bit wacky. Well, the Marlboro man, he died of lung cancer. 
And it appears there is a growing body of information to suggest that the Nokia man might be saddled with dementia or Alzheimer's disease and others diseases for the privilege. So we're uh, going to talk a little bit about this EMF. And I thought I'd talk a little bit about blue light. And you know, they are connected. They are connected. The EMFs, ladies and gentlemen, are deadly. I'll make a comment later on about the 5G again. I mentioned this two years ago when COVID was uh, rampant in Northern Italy, New York, and California. I mentioned 5G. It looks like it's rearing its head again, and your host may have been right. And according to Anthony Peer, who's the chief of the Division of Outpatient Medicine for Cancer Treatment Centers of America, quote, there is a definite connection between many autoimmune diseases and cancer with electrical EMF. He goes on to explain that the inflammation is so often found within and thought to be the root of autoimmune diseases. And he says, quote, it has been implicated as a factor in the development of cancer, unquote, electromagnetic frequencies, electromagnetic fields. For example, inflammatory digestive issues like irritable bowel and Crohn's disease and colitis create chronic inflammation, which increases the risk of colorectal cancer. Now, according to the Arthritis Foundation, if you smoke and have rheumatoid arthritis, you have a 40% higher risk of developing lung cancer than smokers not living with this autoimmune disease. And the research is demonstrating that a big driver of this inflammation is electromagnetic fields. And we have them all around us. And we have not adapted yet. And it continues to contribute to chronic inflammation and damage, even DNA damage. You know, and that DNA damage can lead to uncontrolled cell growth And what do you have when you have cancer? Uncontrolled cell growth. So we have to talk about uh, electromagnetic fields and we're gonna talk about uh, blue light. You wouldn't think they were connected, would you? Well, it's incredible how, how, how they managed to screw up the light bulb, isn't it? We lived for, for over 100 years with just the old plain incandescent bulbs. And then some geniuses decided we needed new bulbs to save energy. What did they give us first? Remember they gave us those CFL bulbs? You know what they were filled with? Mercury. So if they broke, broke, you had a hazmat zone. You needed to wear the suits. Then they cooked up the LED bulbs. Of course, they are much more expensive. And they cast a harsh artificial light that no one likes. And you can't get the old bulbs anymore, so what? We use them. Well, 
A new report confirms that LED bulbs can do more than make your room glow like you're in a nuclear furnace. They screw up your sleep. You know, these, these, these bulbs that cost a pile of cash and they last forever, crank out what, what? High levels of blue light. And that light doesn't look blue, mind you. But the cells in the back of your eyeballs, the cells in your retina, pick it up on those blue wavelengths. Of course, if they get to the back of your eye, it has an extension of your brain that goes, those signals go into your brain. So what does your brain think? This is why it screws up your sleep. The brain thinks, wow, blue skies, daylight, yippee, let's party. It wants you to be awake and alert for your day, even if it's in the middle of the night. So what happens? It never triggers that settle down process that you need for a good rest. It stops you from cranking out melatonin. And that's probably a key reason why people can't sleep well. And there's lots of reports on this. So, you know, if I'm sure they'll work on a better bowl, but I'm sure it'll be a lot, lot more expensive. And it'll have its own issues. So the old bulbs, the old incandescents didn't screw around with our brain like these do. And of course, if you spend a lot of time staring at a screen, you're probably getting a literal eyeful of that same blue wavelength length every single moment. Because why? LED screens are heavy in blue. Heavy in blue, ladies and gentlemen. So while I'm at it, you know, I know there's certain phones, they have night shift, they have iris. You you have to find that blue light blocker on your phone or iPad or computer. Or do like I do, use that. Plus I wear blue blocking glasses. And do they work? I'll, I'll share some studies with you as we go along. But these blue blocking glasses filter out some of that harsh light. So while we're on blue light, I mean, did you ever think it could affect you so much? Huh? Well, it's starting to get more and more attention because everybody's complaining that they're not sleeping what good. But there, it could also have other consequences. Because this blue light can play an important role in keeping your body in a natural, healthy rhythm. And as you know, we're getting far too much of this blue light than we should. And we get it at the wrong time of the day. And guess what? All types of light are a form of electromagnetic energy. Electromagnetic energy is essentially traveling around us all the time. And we identify different types of it because and we measure it because of their wavelength. We measure wavelengths. Most wavelengths you don't even know are out there because they're invisible to our human eye. Like you don't see x-rays, gamma rays, radio waves. 
right? The ultraviolet rays of the sun, you see the effect of them, but you do not see the waves. So you have the visible and the invisible light. Blue light is one main color band of visible light, along with green, yellow, orange, and red. And when light appears white, like the sunlight, that's because it contains all the color bands. So, all electromagnetic energy is on a spectrum that goes from the shortest wavelength to the longest. The shortest ones are the gamma rays. And they also have the highest energy. The longest ones are the radio waves and they have the lowest energy and the rest are in between, huh? Blue light has a short wavelength. So what I say, short wavelengths have a lot of energy. Out of all the color bands, the blue light is the shortest. If you're a numbers person, it falls in that range around 380 to 500 nanometers. And it's right beside ultraviolet rays. Ultraviolet rays, however, are just a little bit shorter. And because they're shorter, they have a lot more energy and they are below 380. And we said that blue light starts at 380. You know the harmful effects of too much UV, right? It's not proven yet, but that blue light may affect us more than other colors of light because it's the highest energy waves that we can see and as powerful as the UV rays. Now, I know, you don't have to call me out on it, I know that sunlight is a source of blue light, but we're getting it during the daytime, right? Not at night, we're getting it when we need it. You want a fun fact? Why does the sky look blue? Well, it's because of that blue light scattering off the nitrogen and oxy oxygen in the atmosphere. So we get blue light from the sun, but we need it during the day. Okay, we don't need all the blue light that is man-made, like from LED lights, fluorescent lights, computer and laptop screens, smartphones, television screens, and tablet screens. And it's all small compared to when, what you get from the sun, but for most people, this is the, the time of exposure. It really adds up when you add up all these little bits, and you're exposed at the wrong time of day. You know, you could be exposed to that blue light 24 hours a day, and that's not the way our rhythm works. So, never say that I say that blue light is bad. Blue light is part of, the nat of our natural health when we get it in the right amount and at the right time of day. Because blue light during the day makes us more alert and feel more awake. It makes us feel energized and focused. You know how when you go to the beach, you come back, you know, feeling great. Well, there's lots of, there's another reason too. You don't have a lot of electromagnetic fields and, and antennas, but, and you're grounded. But that's one of the reasons is uh, you're exposed to this blue light from the sun. So the right kind of blue light is needed for optimal health. It's been shown to help memory and brain function 
because it keeps our biological clock on track. There's a study out there from 2017 that found that exposure to concentrated blue light led to better memory performance. Who doesn't need that, huh? The group that was exposed to amber colored light didn't do as well. So um, sunlight, like I say, is not bad. And and the sun stops at uh, sundown, right? Of course, you know, seasonal affective disorders all have to do with the effect of too much blue light. And because that blue light, remember I said it's a short wavelength, so it's really strong. But the blue light at the wrong time of day has some downsides. It can contribute to some serious sleep problems. And it could be one of the most common sleep disruptors for most people. As I said, when you're exposed to it in the evening, you suppress the release of melatonin. You know, and melatonin is one heck of an antioxidant. Just remember that. So, you know, what you can take away from that is you don't want to have any blue light before you go to bed and lay down. Now, if blue light is bad for you at night, you know what, what color is good for you at night? Red light. Right? The predominant color we see from the sun during the day is clear, is on a clear day is blue. While warmer and redder tones signal the end of the day, you know, as the sunset colors, you get that reddish, bluish, uh, reddish, uh, uh, reddish tones of color as the sun sets. That was easy for me to say, wasn't it? So blue is good during the day. It's not so good at night because it messes up your rhythm, messes up, uh, keeps you alert when you should be getting ready for bed. And we don't want to shift our rhythm. And once we do, once we start staying up at night and that rhythm gets disrupted, those effects on our sleep can last for days, if not longer. And then, you know, you seem to have a cycle of difficulty falling asleep. The quality of your sleep is no good. You wake up during the night, you wake up during the morning and you're fatigued and that carries on through the day. And remember what I've said in the past, you need restorative sleep for your brain to detoxify. That's when your brain loses a third of its volume because it squeezes all the junk out. You no, no wonder uh, people are getting Alzheimer's and the rest of these mental diseases because they don't get a good night's sleep. And if you don't have a good sleep cycle, that's the recipe for more health issues down the road. Good sleep is critical for your health, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and, and you know, if you wake up in the morning, you know, and you get brain fog, pretty, pretty, you know, if you wake up like that day in and day out, you may not connect it to the blue, the screen you were watching the night before the television screen. 
And the, the, when you upset your sleep cycle, other diseases come into play too, like diabetes, obesity, heart disease, mood disorders. And as I said at the beginning, beginning of the show, even cancers from the electromagnetic fields and the sleep dis- disruption. And from my point of view, it's also connected to immune function, right? You need a superior interior. You need a strong immune system. And then most of that is in your gut in order to fight off everything that is getting thrown at us these days. And you know, your eyes have a built-in protection against certain types of electromagnetic rays. You know, your cornea and your lens protect the light-sensitive retina at the back of your eyes from UV rays. But guess what? This is not true of blue light. Sorry to say, ladies and gentlemen, most of it makes its way to your retina which is why some experts are concerned about the effects of blue light on eye health. And they're really worried about these digital devices, which emit much less blue light than the sun, but are used frequently and at close range. You know how your eyes feel tired if you spend too much screen time? The researchers blame it on the blue light. And if you, if you really, if when people study you, when you're at a screen and you're there for a long time, you don't blink as much and your eyes start to get unfocused and fatigued. And those part of the reason for this is the unfocused light, your eyes absorb from the screens that emit blue light. And there's some research showing that it, this blue light can cause damage to your retina. A lot of this was done in animals, but the researchers think it can translate into humans. So let me be clear. Not all blue light is harmful. When you're exposed to it in its natural form, like from the sun, it's actually helpful to your health. But what is becoming more clear, what is becoming clearer, I should say, is how most of us are exposed to this blue light. It's becoming a real problem. If you work on a desktop or laptop and your exposure is constant at close range, and you have this in front of you until you go to sleep at night, you're asking for a lot of health issues. Am I making any sense? So that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Things that we can do that we can take care of ourselves that can make us not only live longer, but healthier. Remember my goal after I stopped talking about the Chinese virus is to try and help us all to have a a health span, a longer health span so that we're healthy and vibrant until we die. 
no sense of living long if you're going to be a vegetable. So we have to pay attention to the type of light, to electromagnetic fields, you know, the transformers around our house, the, the transformer and, and the, the poles near or near our homes. We have to start paying attention to it. And EMFs are probably the silent killer in our homes. And of course, not, not only do we have blue light all day long, you know what else we have? What else? Man-made frequencies bombarding us every day. Harmful radiation coming from your phone, your Wi-Fi router. Called electromagnetic field radiation, EMFs. Or some people call them RFs, radio frequencies. They are affecting each and every one of us constantly and around the world. And we know about it. And as Connie Strasheim says, some of us don't take EMFs that seriously, even though we've probably heard of that it's bad for us. If we did, we wouldn't be carrying around our cell phones in our pockets on the on mode and talking on them for hours daily. We wouldn't be using Wi-Fi in our homes, forgetting to turn off the circuit breakers in our bedrooms at night or ignoring the smart meters installed outside our homes. I suspect that this is because even if we have heard about how harmful excessive EMF exposure is, we figure that we have to function in this world with all the radiation producing gadgets. So there's not much we can do about it. EMF is a silent, invisible toxin, and we often don't immediately feel its effect on our bodies. So we're not believing that it's that harmful to us. But remember, as I said in the beginning, they made fun of the, of the they thought the Marlboro man was cute. So EMF stands for electromagnetic field. You know what the, the breast cancer awareness says? Quote, a type of non-ionizing radiation that emit low frequency radiation and are caused by electromagnetic fields can cause cancer. They consider it a possible human carcinogen in childhood leukemia and brain tumors. And it's not only our phones, it's hair dryers, electric toothbrushes, baby monitors, smart clocks, electric mixers, microwave ovens and blenders, PlayStation computers, you name it. Anything that is connected to our routers and the internet. And don't even get me started. I'll do, I will have to talk a little bit about the, the cell towers and 5G. Uh, I'll just mention that at the end because 5G is, is just going to uh, really be the tip of the iceberg for a lot of people in poor health.
but the biggest offenders of all are the cell phones. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't hear anything else today, please do not put that phone to your head. The prevalence of brain tumors is 80 to 90% on the side of the people's head that, on that when they answer their phones. Ty Bollinger said, it's still hurting you and causing cancer. Even the lowest amounts of EMF produce over 20 stress proteins that are called heat shock proteins. That means they affect your cortisol levels. That's a steroid. And they go wild. And you're in a fight or flight mode all the time. You're getting ready to be slain by a saber-toothed tiger and there's none around. You get wore out. And of course, you don't feel this radiation. You don't smell it. You don't taste it. But it's knocking the heck out of your immune system. And if you're in a moldy environment, for some reason, EMFs become much more powerful. And you're going to be that much more sensitive. But of course, a lot of people will be in denial saying, no, that can't happen. I've never heard of it. My doctor didn't tell me. Well, your doctor has to get his head out of the laptop or computer when he's, when he's examining you. Well, people say, I can't be hurting me. The earth has EMF. Well, just like the sun has blue light, the earth has EMF. There are naturally produced EMFs. The earth's frequencies don't hurt us though. They actually do the opposite. We need those frequencies from the earth because they're naturally occurring frequencies and they help you recover even from the external EMF exposure. So man-made EMFs, very bad. Those from the earth are very good for us. Well, there's a whole thing from science about uh, unpolarizing coherent energy. And it, basically, if it's coming from the earth and from nature, it's not going to hurt you. But if it's man-made, it has the potential to do harm to you. But we are understanding now that EMFs and radio frequencies are bad and they are hurting you. And there's all kinds of symptoms from it. And some people are more sensitive than others. The World Health Organization says some individuals, individuals are so severely affected that they cease work and change their entire lifestyle. Others report mild symptoms and react by avoiding the fields as best they can. So if you are exposed to electromagnetic fields, electromagnetic radiation from Wi-Fi, you have your phone by your head and Bluetooth earphones in, you can experience head aches. You can experience an itchy sensation, lack of concentration, memory, dizziness, irritability changes in your electroencephalogram. That's the electric, electrical activity of your brain. 
you could get depressed. Of course, the sleep disturbances, including insomnia. Remember, now we have blue light. We have the router that we forget to turn off at night. No wonder people aren't sleeping. I've had people report to me that they feel like their skin is burning and tingling. And again, if you're sensitive to Wi-Fi, if you've been exposed to it a long time, that tiredness and fatigue can set in. How many people do we know that have chronic fatigue syndrome? You get an idea? I mean, everything that we're exposed to in our environment. And boy, boy, do I go crazy when I see a, a child with a phone up to his head. Because a child has double the radiation to the brain than adults because their bone marrow is 10 times more absorptive than ours. Puts them at a lot greater risk. So you can't feel them, but they're there and they are harmful. And especially to your brain when you put that darn phone up to your head. You know, it's destroying, like I said in the beginning, and, and mangling your DNA. When, when that happens and the cells go rogue, you get cancer. Whether you're having symptoms or not, it's affecting you, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a lot of symptoms, they even gave you a name. Electromagnetic hypersensitive people. Well, hello. You don't need a name. You know it if you have it. So, you know, we have a, a jab that uh, everybody's getting for for the uh, Chinese virus that can has the potential to change our DNA. Well, you know what? If we continue to chronically expose ourselves to this EMFs, we may change our genetic structure especially at the mitochondrial level. They're the, the, the mitochondria in our cells are the workhorses. They're the engines that keep everything going. And there's thousands, if not more, in every, every cell of our body, in our 100 trillion cells. And the other thing is, if you, those of you that have listened to my two-part series on a crisis in humanity, you know, it's, it's connected with infertility. It damages our, the men's sperm. You know, and how many men carry a, a phone in their pocket that's not on airplane mode? Damaging their sperm, ladies and gentlemen. Our bodies are antennas that absorb radiation and convert it into these little currents. And if you have mercury in your body, your, that mercury is, a, is a, an antenna. If you have a metal in your mouth, you, that acts as an antenna. Get the, get the picture that this is not really good, that we have to be, you can't deny it, we have to use it, but We have to mitigate it. If we don't have enough time today, we'll talk about it next next show, how, how to mitigate this pollution. Because it's pervading our environment.
So be careful of that phone, ladies and gentlemen. Don't keep it near your head. Don't keep it in your pants. Don't put it in your bra. Okay? Simple things like that are going to help. It'll help so we don't get that DNA chromosomal abnormalities from this radiation. And of course, gents, the most radiosensitive organ in our bodies is our testicles. So please don't keep that thing on in your pocket. There's so many biological effects. I could be, I could talk to you for three days on this. But lack of sperm, dementia, tumors. Did you hear me say dementia? So it's going to take a little longer. You're not going to get dementia the first year or two, but it, dementia is uh, one of the complications of too much uh, electromagnetic field exposure. So several studies, I might tell you before we leave this subject that uh, have de definitely demonstrated DNA damage. The DNA segments are rearranged and break, especially in, in some mouse tests and testes. So from the, the lowest uh, EMFs to Wi-Fi, router readings, all associated with DNA damage and, and messing up our, our stem cells. And there's been a lot of, lot of experiments. I'm not going to go to, into all of them. A lot of, a lot of them are from Russia, uh, Russia, where they found disruption of memory, decreased attention, increased sensitivity to stress. Who doesn't have that today? and tumors of the acoustical and vestibular nerves, mainly in the 25 to 30 year old group. And it goes on and on and on. But do you get the idea? This is, uh, this is where you have to be the CEO of your own body and do some of your own research. And I keep, and I've talked to my regular listeners about Dr. Furstenberg's book called The Invisible Rainbow. And, you know, burn, birds and honeybees are spontaneously dying, falling dead, especially when they have, uh, it started out with Marconi. So don't, this is not a new phenomenon, but it's occurring more now when they're putting up these 5G masks. And they're finding that these uh, 5G towers are interfering with all the birds' hearts. That's why they're dropping dead. If you haven't read it, this book is called The Invisible Rainbow. I, I really recommend it. In fact, I'm, I'm on my second reading of it. It is just filled with documented facts. Uh, going back to Marconi and how the honeybees just disappeared off the Isle of Wight. It's really an interesting read, ladies and gentlemen. And EMFs kind of affect the plants. It affects animals because they, they penetrate the animal body and act on all the organs of an animal. 
animals go crazy around electromagnetic fields. How, if they expect animals, and most of the tests are done on animals, you know, do you think we're we're immune? I'm really concerned uh, with electromagnetic fields and with this coming 5G. Really concerned about it for our overall health. And then, God, if you have a smart meter, please find out how to get rid of it. And that thing is putting out Wi-Fi signals all around the clock and sometimes in bursts that are a lot stronger than others. So I really don't want to get into, into smart meters. I've, I've talked to you about them in the past. But uh, they definitely are, are not good. I think next week I'll, there's a brand new ground barrier breaking study that's showing that shielding electromagnetic fields improves autoimmune disease. And you're going to see more autoimmune disease. We're seeing it now from the jab where people are being diagnosed with uh, autoimmune problems. Probably not just from the jab, but also from the, uh, the electromagnetic fields around us. And, you know, remember this, uh, these AMF fields are not, they can affect our skin, but they're affecting us at our cellular level. Almost every cell of our body, mast cells, DNA, right? and, and cause tremendous inflammatory conditions and making, making our allergies worse too. Some physicians think, have told me that the, they believe that the rapid rise of allergies and asthma is a warning signal. They think is chronic exposure to electromagnetic fields are leading to this immune dysfunction and chronic allergic responses. Who, who hasn't developed an allergy in recent years? So when you think of fatigue, headaches, dizziness, trouble concentrating, cognitive problems, dementia, sleep interruptions, don't you think it pays to turn that Wi-Fi router off at night? So, you know, if this, these radiation can affect and cause cell damage, wouldn't it be logical to, to think that it, it also could reduce the rate of repair if you get a disease. If it causes DNA damage, don't you think it'd be hard if you developed a cancer or something to repair that damage and, sur and survive it? If you have a cardiac arrhythmia or, neuro or an, an epileptic type problem, don't you think it'd be harder to live with in, in an electromagnetic field environment. And what's going to happen with this 5G rollout? You know, there's a body of evidence that shows that the, the electromagnetic fields cause harm, right? And we're, we're going to, it's becoming so large now, we can't ignore it. But there's a there's a, a website greenmedinfo.com. They have a thousand articles on EMF and how it causes damage, how it can how it affects your immunity. Here's one here in front of me: increased blood brain barrier permeability. 
seven days after exposure to radiation from a GSM 900 mobile phone. You know, there's a blood brain barrier that stops bad things from getting into your brain. You know, if you have mercury fillings, they used to be called silver, but they're mainly mercury. And that mercury gets to your brain. That could be a cause of dementia. You know, the Mad Hatter from Dickens, he, uh, he had mercury poisoning. Poisoning. So, you know, as we become more sensitive to it. So I want to leave you with just a couple things right now. It's really important, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to take a good biotic, a probiotic. My feeling is, is that um, since your gut is 80% of your immune system, we have to keep that healthy. And it seems that the bacteria in our gut have a lot to do with, with uh, how our immune system communicates. And the EMF scrambles those signals from, from the, for our gut bacteria. It's delicate down there. So there are a lot of people working on this. They think that we can keep ourselves healthy. One way is to uh, use a probiotic. And they're recommending the, a, a probiotic that um, is related to spores, microbial spores, because they're tough and they can, uh, they can get through your stomach and survive the stomach acids. They can even survive antibiotics and just like you can get blood brain barrier disruption you can get leaky gut syndrome and things will get into your system through your gut that shouldn't be there so we need to keep our gut healthy a superior interior as i say So if you have a heart rhythm problem or that your doctor said, I don't know why you have it, but we'll treat it. You know, you got to think of EMF and you have to look for a good spore biotic. There's lots of them out there. Megaspore biotic is one that I know. I, I don't have nothing to do with the company, but I, I sort of like their product. Okay. So I would, so one thing you definitely can do is turn off your Wi-Fi router at night. The second thing you can do is use a good spore biotic. Okay. Wear blue blocking glasses and use blue blocking filters on all your devices. And remember that the CFLs they do contain mercury. Maybe we should go back to our back to our old light bulbs, right? And you know, the EMFs, as I say, they are inflammatory. 
And there's some studies showing that there are people who have been have used for some reason, like ibuprofen. And they've gotten better. That's, that's, you know, that's just, that's like a domino. You, you don't treat one side effect with something else that can give you side effects. But it is a real thing. I'm going to leave you with that, with about the blue blocking glasses, the vision council. Uh, it's a, it's a organization that represents the optical optical industry. And they're, they have nothing bad to say about the blue light glasses to lessen, lessen eye strain. Okay. So there's a whole article that they just put out and they think you would get some benefits from them. They say, quote, they can, I see, that's not what I want. They, they say that this might be possible, that there is beneficial effects. So they went through all the, the arguments in favor of them and they couldn't find anything really negative. Uh, and that it was, it was really good advertising. One thing they did say, you don't need to spend a lot of money on blue light glasses to improve your sleep. Okay. You can, they're available. Okay. You don't have to spend 140 bucks for them. A lot of people give you testimonials about them. I use them at night. I put them on at nine o'clock and lately I've been wearing them, uh, to dinner at, uh, the restaurant here in our facility because they put in all the new blue light bulbs. And I tell you, I have a much more relaxed dinner experience. Okay. So we'll talk about that. So what else do I have? I wanted to mention about electromagnetic fields. I think it's really important. You know, you're, if you have a printer uh, that's Wi-Fi, you want to turn that off at night also, but we'll talk about re how to meet remediate some of these effects. Well, that's important, but you can definitely turn off your router and turn off your wireless printer. Okay. You can do that without thinking too much, right? I think you'll, you'll, you'll be a lot healthier for it. And please, 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 please don't get hooked on sleep medications. Okay. They're really dangerous. Really. I, Insomnia drugs may be some of the more dangerous ones other than opioids. Please don't get hooked on them. There's a new report that since the year 2000, serious outcomes from the use and or overuse of 42 common sleep medications has tripled. Antidepressant and antipsychotic drugs that are also used as sleep medications are the more dangerous than others was part of this headline. Even the new ones. Even the new ones. Long-term use of the safer Z drugs and the benzos can increase your risk of death by 500%. 
dementia 50%. So now you have blue light, you have EMF giving you dementia. Now you have the use of the Z drugs, dementia. And, and as we get older, falls increased by 40% and they have been linked to car crashes, allergic reactions, and breathing problems. And maybe you've heard about this crazy form of sleepwalking that they're associated with. Again, melatonin is, is part of the answer, getting rid of the blue light and getting rid of the EMF at night. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron host of Dr. Ron unfiltered uncensored. Uh, we're in our sixth year. Hey, if you like what you hear, uh, uh and you listen on Apple or Google or Stitcher or whatever, give us a, give us a write up. We want to try and make it up to the top 10 in doctor podcasts on the internet. If you have any, uh, thing you want to hear, uh, any topics, Drop us a line at docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. I will try to get to all of the uh, emails. And I do appreciate everyone tuning in, and I do have an attitude of gratitude for that. So without further ado, thank you for staying with me, and we will see you next week. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week. <laughs>